0: And welcome to News Talk. This edition, I have with me the one, the only, the incomparable Mr. Bevers. Mr. B, thank you so much for joining.
1: Well, no, my pleasure is all mine. Thank you for having me.
0: It is our pleasure to have you here. Uh, For those who do not have a lot of familiarity with you, could you give a brief just summary of who you are related to magic and the magic community.
1: Sure. Uh, I mean, uh, I'll try to be brief, but I tend to ramble and (laughs) people who know me will know that. Um, But uh, I crack a lot of booster packs on YouTube. It's where I got my start. Um, I've been opening up booster products since about shadows over Innistrad on YouTube. Um, So, you know, it's been a number of years now. And uh, then about two years ago, three years ago, I moved into doing commander content on Twitch. uh, specifically, uh, looking at doing chat chaos commander, uh, because I figured, you know, uh, what was a better way to, you know, help the community be engaged with the game than letting them do stuff to it while we play. Right. So uh, that's kind of the basics of where you can find me and what I'm kind of doing in the community.
0: The, the chat chaos you mentioned, that's the main reason that you're here today. Um, it's it's exactly what it sounds like for our listeners. who Don't know there's chaos due to the chat. Um, and in just a second, I'll give you the opportunity to explain a little bit more about how you structure yours. Um, but first and foremost, I, I don't know if it's completely fair to say this, but it doesn't feel like it's unfair to call you kind of the progenitor of this format. At least do at least at its current popularity level for for stream formats, right?
1: I mean, I, I, I guess I guess that's fair to say. Like, I, I think a lot of people that are are, uh, you know, creating in in the Twitch space or part of the MTG community on Twitch and you know EDH kind of community spaces, right? Uh, will probably say the same thing. Um, I know, uh, for a fact that uh, I'm not that uh, and that i didn't necessarily take this idea from anywhere other than myself but it was i do know that it was something that did happen actually at some of the command fests that were run by channel fireball um they did do some live streams from those events back in what 2017 2018 somewhere in there uh, where they had done things where it's like if people donate x amount of dollars you know target player draws a card or whatever right yeah yeah so like they did do stuff like that I was actually unaware of those things until after I started doing mine. And then someone else pointed it out to me and I went, oh, yeah, it's kind of like that. You're right.
0: (laughs) Um, And of course, even now, you're not necessarily the only creator who does that because uh, number one ranking guest. uh, Beth, Queen of Cardboard is also fairly, fairly involved with that kind of thing as well. But. Every creator who has it has their own spin on it. It's not that y'all are just copying each other's exact things. Um, And it's not that, at least from a viewer standpoint, from my standpoint, it doesn't look like there's a competition amongst y'all to have the best chaos or anything. But uh, focusing on you specifically, what was it that brought this concept to you or what was it that brought it to your to the forefront of your mind and made you say this is how I want my stream to look
1: so I mean I I took a lot of inspiration from my twitch experience prior to starting MTG I've been on twitch for about seven or eight years now um, and I was doing uh, a lot of indie game streams you know I was a variety streamer before I was doing MTG and basically what I had noticed Was that the games that got the most engagement from my chat and got the most viewership from my from my Twitch streams were the games where they could actually impact the game that I was playing. So, you know, there's things using crowd control for certain video games or like there are other games out there that have like Twitch integration that allow you to do stuff to the game as the person's playing it. All those kinds of things. I noticed that those were things that were keeping people's attention and keeping them around and retained as viewers for a longer period of time. And I went, okay, so they actually enjoy being a part of the experience, not just, Mm -hmm. you know, watching the stream for the entertainment, but also enjoying that engagement. Right. Um, Right. Because it's another way to engage. Now, I'm going to talk about something here that's maybe a little bit personal to me. um, (laughs) And I don't know ever. I can't say everybody has this kind of thing, but I have an issue. I have a, I have an issue with reading. Okay. Um, so like I have a really, uh, I have a comprehension issue with reading at a timely fashion. So Twitch chat is very hard for me to keep up with. Um, when people are talking in Twitch chat, me reading it in real time, especially when I'm playing a variety video game, it's near impossible for me. So when I added these integration things, it made it feel like I was actually engaging with my community more, than just you know reading an occasional message off the screen when I had a chance to do so right, um, and I think that made my community feel more connected as well. And so then when I started doing the EDH, I was like, you know what? Why not do the same thing? Like make it so that they can spend their channel points that are now Twitch is integrated into Twitch itself to do stuff right. It gives my viewers something to spend their points on. Like I had I have some viewers who have been watching me since I started streaming on Twitch who have you know hundreds of thousands of points right and before (laughs) i started doing my mtg stuff they didn't really have anything to spend those points on right? right so um you know what what better way to give them some sort of interaction and use this tool that twitch has put in front of us than than to make it so that they can actually do things to the game that we're playing
0: that makes sense uh for me personally i think until uh I think until you and I were playing in the first four clown throwdown, I mean, I'm sorry, you and Big Papa Jank were playing in the first four clown throwdown. Uh, they, that, uh, I don't think I even realized <laughs> that channel points were a thing that existed or had a purpose because I'd seen other people's Twitch streams. But uh, if any viewers are like me, y- they don't really want to talk to people. They just want to watch what's happening or like make an occasional joke. So, so interacting with the chat functions do not necessarily come across. Like uh, I've been, I think I've been watching loady ready run for several years at this point, And I have maybe sent a grand total of 10 messages in the entire chat. It's just because I don't ever have a direct cause to, um, I'm, I'm much more of a lurker and I'm like that on social media anyway. But, uh, and I think that, this type of thing, like you said, lurking. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, And I think, like you said, this type of interaction is a very good way for people like myself to be involved with both the game and the chat without having to actually have a conversation or, like, actually type out messages or come up with something that's clever or seems interesting. Um, Following... Um,
1: I mean, we're not... You you don't necessarily always want to take away from 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 that. Like, you know, you don't I guess like it gives people the accessibility, right? right? Of being able to engage without having to feel like they need to, you know, say something relevant.
0: Exactly. Um going in a slightly different direction, uh We haven't actually talked about well we've talked a little bit about it as far as what the chat chaos is, but we haven't gone into a lot of great detail. So we'll use yours as an example how exactly does chat chaos work uh and just using some of your rewards as an example since as we said people who do this don't necessarily have the same options
1: yeah absolutely so i mean like um i sort of start every stream off the same way um when i introduce the show to you know the viewership uh and it's going to be part of like the vods when they go up on youtube which will be going up on youtube at some point when i get a chance (laughs) to actually cut them up and get them out there but basically the way it works is everything that chat redeems is done at sorcery speed and it does utilize the stack Um, and the reason i do it that way um, is it allows not only for uh, the delay of twitch for certain viewers who may be on a delay or anything like that it also allows the players in the game to feel like they can still engage with the chat as well and not just get blown out by chat doing something that might you know completely ruin their turn or whatever right um so this allows them to then interact with things it also then prevents things from happening kind of like out of sequence i guess right so like if if (laughs) chat tries to you know do something to somebody in the middle of a combat step it won't necessarily work because it's obviously that they're doing everything at sorcery speed so their chats redemptions won't trigger until the next main phase um, right? because we've had some interesting scenarios and this is just from me learning over time right like I've been doing chat chaos for um, over two years now um, and well, maybe not over two about two years now I guess is approximately coming up on the two year anniversary um, right. and uh basically the reason we did move to sorcery speed is because we had some instances where we had something happen in a combat step that made the game completely different. Like, like it basically changed the outcome of the game in a single chat redemption that seemed, you know, innocuous, right. Uh, as a redemption, but then because it happened right in that moment, it caused the whole thing to, and that was of course, uh, you know, somebody killed somebody in the middle of the combat step, uh, with making them lose five life, but it wasn't the person attacking. It was somebody that they were that was being attacked. And because they died, the person attacking didn't get a bunch of their triggers and stuff. And like it was just a really weird scenario. and we just I was like, you know what? enough of this. We're not gonna do that anymore because that just causes too much other nonsense to the game uh, and it and it actually kind of like made the players feel bad about it. And I don't want that either, right. Yeah, um so to put it in perspective. That that's why we do it that way now to get into some of the examples of what my chat chaos does um like you asked so mm-hmm. like you know you can do anything that's uh it's a range of things there's a lot of small things you can do there's a lot of big flashy things you can do right so uh probably the most popular redemption i have on my stream which i don't think many other folks out there are doing is probably unique to my channel anyway is something called tokens and what it does is. When it's redeemed, you start with the active player and the active player will uh, and this affects everybody at the table, I should say. So you start with the active player. The active player reveals cards from the top of their library until they reveal a non-land permanent card. Mm -hmm. They make a token copy of that permanent and then shuffle all of the revealed cards, including the thing they're making a token of, and then put them on the bottom of their library in a random order. Um, (laughs) And then it goes around the table. So everybody gets something out of their library, right? Right. Um, And this is probably chat's Favorite thing to do, I would say. Um, (laughs) And then second favorite thing for chat to do is what I call stolen identity is what I made it out to be. And a lot of people get stolen identity confused with a fractured identity, which is not what it is. It's stolen identity is you target a permanent and all of the other opponents get a copy of it. Mm -hmm. Okay. fractured identity is you target a permanent and it gets removed. It gets exiled from the game and all the other people get a copy of it. right Right. that's the difference so you're not actually removing the permanent from play in front of the person who has it you're just giving a copy of it to everybody else okay um so that's where in lies the little bit of difference in that one and those are like some big flashy things those are the probably chat's favorite things to do they've really mucked up some games in the past uh with with those both of those two things But those are big things. There's small things you can do, too, like giving, you know, you can give each player a treasure token or you can give individual players a treasure token if you want to spend (laughs) more points or you can make everybody draw a card or you can make certain people draw cards if you want to spend more points. Like so the ones that target specific users actually cost you more because you're essentially, you know,
0: playing favorites,
1: leaning the game advantage toward them so it costs you more points exactly playing favorites right and and i did that specifically because i didn't want people to start just handing things to me as the host Mm -hmm. right because they're like oh it's your show like for instance some of my longtime viewers who've been watching these since before i started doing magic they might come in and be like okay well steve just gets you know all of the things right or mr peppers gets all of the things right um and then Don't give anything to my opponents. Right. Which seems then not balanced. Right. And I don't want that feel for my opponents either. Right. It's not the Mr. Bevers, you know, pub comes and pub stomps you because chat has allowed him to do so show. It's the chat chaos. Everyone's supposed to be having a good time. It's supposed to be just a a bunch of nonsense. And that's all it is. Now, those are like the simple things. And then you've got the tokens and stuff. And those are kind of like mid range. And then you have some high end stuff that chat can do, too, which generally doesn't get resolved because um you know it costs so many points you have to really save up if you want to do these things and most people don't end up saving their points to do these things but like (laughs) you've got wrath the board right Yeah. you could wrath the entire board for i think it's like twenty thousand points i think i have it set at which is a (laughs) fair chunk of change yeah that's Um, a lot (laughs) but then there's also something called like flashy casty which gives target player the ability to cast everything at instant speed for the next turn right Mm -hmm. um like until the begin until the end of their next turn or whatever, they can cast everything at instant speed, which is kind of cool. Then there's like a Teferi's protection, which phases somebody out. So you can do that as well. Um, and and that Teferi's protection is the only instant speed redemption on the entire list, right? And that is because it is very funny to watch someone get phased out in the middle of combat step.
0: Yeah, that's that's always a little bit funny. <laughs> like I'm gonna I'm gonna swing all out well actually you're just gonna leave now (laughs) um that's right so uh I know that again I'm just using this as a comparison point not as a contest type thing I know that some streamers will rotate their uh rewards out every so often um again just the example I'm most familiar with outside of yourself uh Uh, Beth, queen of cardboard, does hers on a monthly basis every month. She changes what the chat rewards are. How often do you do that with yours? And are there any that you just keep constantly in the
1: queue? So um, I'm really bad at I guess this is kind of plays into how I build my decks as well It's like once my deck is built, (laughs) I kind of like leave it right. I don't change it. I don't update it with new cards that have come out, that kind of stuff. Very similar mentality with my chat chaos. Um, And that is like everything that's been there since day one is still there. Um, That isn't to say that we don't add new things or change some things from time to time. Um, So I have added some new redemptions over the last two years. Uh, There's been a bunch of new stuff added. Um, uh, I would say the most recent one is something called Hot Potato, uh, which gives target player an emblem that says you can pay two mana at sorcery speed to pass the hot potato to the player to your left at the end of your turn fake take five damage right okay, so it's just like a little hot potato that if you don't pass it you take five <laughs> right um and so that's just like a, a neat little emblem that just kind of like helps speed the game up a little bit and makes people have to make interesting decisions about how they spend their mana right you know <laughs> life is a resource as most people say well how much of a resource is it to you right hot potato yeah. will find out um so that's something that we put in um and then we also put in something just recently called will of the chat, which is like will of the council. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it allows chat to then uh, vote. It starts a vote in chat, a poll in chat mm-hmm. that chat will then, you know, vote on just click a button. So one person submits the points and, and everybody in chat gets to participate. And what it does is it, it either gives every player um, a treasure token mm-hmm. or Uh, they get one treasure token for the converted mana cost of their commander, right? So, if their commander costs six, they get six treasures. Something like like that. that. The other option that chat votes on is everybody draws up to seven cards. So, draws up to your maximum hand size, essentially. Gotcha. Right? Um... So those are the two things that check and vote on, which then can change games drastically. Right. Oh, sure. um, which is kind of cool. And it also allows them to kind of like, it doesn't necessarily hinder any specific player at the table, but it can definitely give advantage to some, like one person at the table only has one card in hand and they get to draw six. Right. That's pretty good. But like maybe someone's playing a commander that costs seven and another person's playing a commander that only costs two. Well, they only get two because it doesn't pay for the tax. It only pays for the commander value. Right. Um, so you know you can you can definitely get some imbalance there in that case but I mean their commander costs more to begin with right Yeah um and then speaking those are just recent things that we've added then as you were mentioning about rotating things per month um the only thing that rotates on our channel that I do is something called the chat crime um so the chat crime is something that is a monthly redemption uh that changes every month Okay um I started it last June so June in 2022 I started doing this chat crime Um, We started with um, everybody at the table gets a coveted jewel, right? So this is chat redeems this and then everybody gets a coveted jewel. Okay. You know, seems, seems you know, pretty, pretty broken. If you've ever played with coveted jewel, you know, it's a very ridiculous card. When it enters battlefield, you draw three cards. It gives you three mana of any color. If you attack a player and they don't block, right, you get to steal their jewel and then it untaps and you draw three cards. So like it became the mini game of, who can covet all the jewels right which was a really interesting little mechanic because it was like i'm going to attack you for like one damage but not because i want to hurt you i just want to take your jewels who can who can be the british museum today right um or it would come to a point where well right exactly but then it also made this kind of like situation of some people being like well i'm not gonna attack but i am gonna make sure that i have enough defense so that you can't take my jewel (laughs) you know what i mean like so It became this weird, interesting game of like, well, who's going to take who's going to risk it for the biscuit, basically. Right. Um, <laughs> are they going to go? Or are they not? Right. And then and then, you know, to follow up the Coveted Jewel, I was like, well, how am I going to make this more ridiculous and epic? So the next month we went with of Citadel. Right. So everybody gets a copy of of Citadel. Um, and that made for some very ridiculous games uh, just because, you know, now everybody gets a bunch of just free spells and can just, you know, and life totals go down. Right. With yeah. Oh, for sure. Which makes yeah. the game faster. <laughs> and it's just very interesting. And you get to do all this ridiculous stuff, right? Yeah. Very quickly. So that was very fun. And then, you know, I went, okay, so I've done, I did colorless and I did black. Okay. You know what? I'm going to do one for each color. So then I picked one for white and one for blue and one for red and one for, for green. Right. And then once I hit that, I went, okay, it's the end of the year. It's December. What am I going to do? Okay. I'll do it so that the chat crime is one of the six that we've done so far this year randomly chosen right so chat would redeem the chat crime and pick a number and then i would shuffle up the deck of chat crimes and and then deal out the sixth card or the fourth card or whatever and then that's what everybody would get a copy of um and so that was a lot of fun and then i started this year strong with doing some ridiculous things like right now um i don't know when this episode comes out but in april of 2023 uh our chat crime was limited omniscience which is the first spell you cast from your hand every turn is free um so it yeah. allows people to just kind of cast one big bomb thing and then get on with their business, right?
0: Yeah. It's like let me cast so the real omniscience. It's, it's very and interesting and it's very it's fun. Stopped.
1: And I think it's like <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. Well then that's a bigger <laughs> problem. But you know, it's it these things happen. Uh, exactly. but we've you know, we've we've learned a lot of things and made a lot of mistakes with uh with the chat crime. Um for instance, we had uh what was this? Uh a couple months back we had uh Minds Dilation as the oh no. as the uh, the chat crime and uh but a- as i mentioned earlier uh in the episode we do have a redemption called stolen identity which allows you to target a permanent and give everyone copies well that happened with the so they redeemed the chat crime and they got, everyone got the mind's dilation and then someone decided they would copy it and give two three people at the table <laughs> a second copy of it um, and then after that, somebody copied it again. And so then two people had three copies and then the other two people had two copies each. And so it was whenever anybody targets anything, it was like, you know, there was like eight or nine triggers on the stack of, as, you know, you're playing a spell. Okay, eight or nine triggers on the stack for mind dilation. Oh, great. Okay, you, you choose to play something. Okay, then everyone else gets to put their triggers on the stack now too. At that point, and it's it not was a just,
0: stack, it's a Jenga tower. It was
1: just a mess. Like the first game we played with it, it was... It, it, i think it, it it took like 45 minutes just to resolve a single spell uh, <laughs> in the first stream we did with it and i went okay we have to change how this works so what i've changed it to now is the chat crime is generally speaking either an emblem mm-hmm. so an emblem copy of the enchantment or the whatever the permanent is right. or it's like uh it has hex proof or shroud basically, right? So that it can't be targeted by chat or by the players. And so if you want to get rid of it, you either have to sacrifice it yourself or you have to have a global wipe, right? Those are generally the rules of thumbs with that now. So that way chat can't make copies of it and make the game just get absolutely out of hand. Now that's just something that we did for, for essentially bookkeeping purposes, right? Because the game gets so out of hand that, you know, it actually became like almost like a miserable experience for me and the players, right? Um, with the mind dilation it was still fun and re- and we still had a good time but like the play itself was so tedious that it was like okay let's not do that again right um right so that's basically like what it comes down to with like the things that change so the only stuff that changes on a monthly basis is the chat crime right okay. um compared to like what like with beth rotating out uh uh her stuff on a, a regular basis right right um Could we rotate things? Absolutely, we could. Um, I choose not to because I like I like consistency, I guess. Right.
0: Yeah. No. And that makes sense. And your viewers always know what to expect, even if, for example, if they were irregular viewers and can only pop in, let's say once a month, they at least aren't caught completely off guard by going in thinking, Mm -hmm. I want people to have this goofy thing (laughs) and then it's not there anymore. Um, So aside from trying to find balances for Mm -hmm. like the chat crime and some of the big, big stuff. Uh what are what are some of the challenges that you found with the chat chaos?
1: Um, so I'll say this. The the biggest thing was keeping track of the redemptions. Yeah. Um and I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there. Um I the way I keep track of it is, you know, Twitch of course has a has a redemption queue where you can see all the chat redemptions and you can clear the queue out as you go, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what helps me keep track of it. Um but what I did was I added sound effects that play through uh, like a backend system when people redeem them. And that's not just for the benefit of chat, getting a cool sound effect when they redeem a thing. It's also an auditory cue for me to be like, hey, somebody redeemed something. You're going to have to deal with it. Right. right. Um, so it makes it a lot easier to keep track of when things are redeemed. So I know when to interrupt people to be like, by the way, you know, like, you know, when you get to your next main phase, we're going to have a thing to resolve. Right. Right. Um, or when once you're done casting that spell, we're going to have a thing to resolve. Those kind of things. Um, so I did that. that. The biggest hurdle was definitely making sure that I, could, I didn't miss chant triggers, right? Um, because it's a lot, right? I mean, we've had some games where by the time we're done doing the intros of the player, we've already got 15 to 16 things in the queue, right? Um, right. And the one thing I do want to mention, and this is not necessarily uh, something that I had to deal with, or something that was difficult for me, but huge kudos to Beth with how she manages her chat chaos stuff, because she refunds people points for the things they redeem. If they donate money to the charity, she's raising money for that month. And that means that she's not clearing the queue and she's keeping it there so that she can refund those points. And that is very difficult to do like that, that being able to, look at that queue and go, okay, we've already done these things and this is the next thing that's coming up, or this is the next thing that's been redeemed. And we already covered all these other ones. And I leave them there because if that person then donates, I'm going to refund those points. That's huge in keeping track of how that stuff works. And I wouldn't be able to, I couldn't do it. I I would not be able to do it. Like I would lose track of what's in the queue. I would be like, okay, I don't remember. Did we do this one already or did we not? Right.
0: (laughs) All right. Um, well, that is the that brings us about to the end of the questions we had. So uh, two things. One, you have an event coming up that uh, we wanted to make sure you got a moment to talk about coming up in May. So uh, if you could just tell us what that is and when that is.
1: Yeah, sure. So um, just like last year, um, there will be a big mental health awareness uh, stream to raise money uh, for mental health. Um at the end of may um it's being run by uh, seth cross and a bunch of fine folks um i'm helping out in the aspect of hosting one of the pods um specifically on saturday uh may 27th uh, from 4 p.m to 6 p.m eastern standard time um it'll be a great pod um i don't know yet if we're going to be doing chat chaos for the pod or not i generally like to talk to my to uh, you know the pod mates to see whether they want to do it or not and because we can always just turn it off if that's the case mm-hmm. um because I don't want to necessarily force my <laughs> my uh my Twitch <laughs> brand on people who have joined for a charity cause that uh, may not be aware of of what my normal streams are like um uh so basically yeah that it's going to be a good cause um we we got a ton of prizes lined up and stuff like that um and it's going to be just a lot of fun and we're streaming like for two whole days so like we're talking the 27th, like all day and the 28th all day, there are pods back to back to back that run into each other. Um, And uh like, for me, I can even tell you. So like, for instance, like just before me, it's going to be the filthy casuals, uh, Donnie and Jen, they're hosting the the stream just before mine. And then Miss Eldridge is hosting the stream just after mine. So like, they're going to raid into me and I'm going to raid into Miss Eldridge, and, and that's how the, the whole system is going to work, right? So you're going to basically... All you have to do is join that first one at the beginning of the day, and then you'll just get streamed all the way through all of the channels as they each take over. Um, so it's, it's great. All you got to do is sit in that first channel on the first day and you and you could just leave it running. Even if you have to walk away from your PC or your phone or whatever, if you just leave it open, you'll you'll hop in and you'll just join us along the journey. Right
0: right all right and uh last thing where can our listeners find you if they want to see this kind of chaos unfold
1: yeah so um twitch.tv slash mr is the is the home of the chat chaos and at least my brand of chat chaos um and uh of course uh you can find me over on youtube as well youtube.com slash mr as well for the cracking of packs and we have some other stuff uh in the works um coming up there as well so keep your eyes peeled over on youtube because that won't be stuff on twitch it'll be edited content uh we're going to be talking about some interesting uh, interesting mtg stuff uh in in a new format i think is the idea um and when i mean that i don't mean a new format of game i mean a new format of how to present the information that we're presenting so come check it out it's going to be a lot of fun Uh, And of course, you will find me in Minneapolis uh, in the beginning of May. If you're going to be there, I will be there as well.
0: All right. And thank you once more for joining us.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure.